Coming up momentarily at 7.30 on uh, Patriots Friday, Jabril Peppers. I, I've i been corrected on some reckless speculation that I participated in earlier, Curtis. There is no relation, no relation whatsoever between Craig McTavish and Anaheim Duck McTavish. So I stand corrected on that. The, no. Um, the, Mason. Probably, Mason is of the Saskatchewan McTavishes. No relation whatsoever. <laughs> yes. All right. Dale McTavish is his father. He did play have I, a stint in um, some Swiss hockey. I stand corrected on that. On the phone right now on the Harbor One hotline, Tom Karen, Courtney's uh, former coworker yes. from Nesson, who uh, Tom, good morning. How are you? Morning, Greg. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, Lewiston native. In fact, uh, yesterday you were listening to the show and texting me, and then I know you wanted to come on this morning because you've been you've been talking to everybody up in Lewiston, and um, and and you kind of want to uh, talk a little bit about what's going on up there and what everybody is doing to help those families out. Yeah, well, I just wanted to thank you first of all. You know, you jumped right in as you do and and started raising money for the people up here. I'm up in Maine now. We have a place not far from Lewiston, and it's a it's a scary time. You know, the guy hasn't been caught yet. Uh, there's a lot of people on edge up here, uh, and and you know, the deadliest shooting in in Maine history. Uh, we've we've seen these uh, stories on TV far too often. You know, you watch them, and then one night you're sitting here, and it's in your hometown, uh, and uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a small city. It's uh, you know there's been a lot of uh, a lot of misinformation as there is these days about uh, when when something like this goes down. You know what what Lewiston is, what it isn't. Um, but what it is right now is a place feeling a lot of pain. And uh, you know the world's going to move on, and and it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of strength and a lot of support to get the city through it. And you know you were the first one in there helping. So as always, we appreciate it. Well, there are so many stories about the victims and the uh, I I could not stop watching that poor ten year old girl yesterday yeah. who was talking about yeah. being being grazed by a bullet and about uh, you know about how she never thought that would happen to her. And there's no child that should ever have to deal with what uh, a lot yeah. of those families are going to be dealing with now in the aftermath. So uh, whether it is, we were just talking about the Bruins who have launched a fund and put a hundred thousand yeah. dollars into it. Uh, I mentioned earlier that you incredibly generous people have donated over $22,000 to the Greg Hill mm. foundation for these families. We need to find a way to help them going forward because that's at, at least, I think one thing that we can, we can all do and, and all agree on, I guess. Yeah, and and you know, Lewiston is uh, it's a city. You know, it's not. This isn't. You know, it's, I'm watching some of the national news last night. You know, and you'd think it was what was it, Cabot Cove, where Murder She Wrote took. You know, this isn't <laughs> yeah. lobster traps piled up. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is you know, this is city. It's a it's got a it's got a diverse ethnic community. You know, I mean, by uh, Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston in Lewiston in 1964, and and back then. You know, a heavyweight championship was the equivalent of the Super Bowl, right? And and so, uh, the, it, you know, it, it's a city that uh, it's a mill town. It's a tough town. The people there are tough. Uh, the work ethic is incredible. Uh, and and you know, we've watched these things happen. And I, I, the one thing I kept thinking about yesterday, as we all said, and, and my family was here at my house. We were celebrating a birthday when when all our phones started lighting up, and and 
you know, we all had family and loved ones in Lewiston uh, at the moment and, uh, and, and still do. And the one thing I just kept thinking about is, you know, when you're in the news like we are and, and you cover these things, you know, the, 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 the spotlight moves away pretty quickly, right? In a couple of days from now, the world's going to go on to the next crisis. And, and I just keep thinking about what this city is going to be left to deal with. Yeah. And, and that's where the money and the support and the love is going to mean everything. TC, did you go to, did you go to high school in Lewiston? Oh yeah, born yeah yeah, born and raised Lewiston High School. All right, were, uh, were you, you know, were were you an AV club guy or uh, like a broadcast club guy? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I was the sports editor of the student school paper. So okay, yeah, right. I mean, uh, there, there you go. Uh, it all started there. I was actually, I played soccer and I wasn't bad. I actually had, I held a record at Lewis in high school until about two years ago. A kid finally broke it. Oh. Uh, and, and so, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I wasn't total AV geek, Greg, mm-hmm. though I come off that way now. Uh, you and, uh, you and Curtis, yeah. you and Curtis, both extraordinary high school athletes. I believe really were. You yes. know, TC, don't let them knock you down. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, well, well, Curtis, I know you know, and you know, Curtis, the burden of carrying that fame with you. You know, just trying to live up to your high school right. self the rest of your life. It's not easy. Right. I'm like Al Bundy. I peaked in high school. <laughs> hey, before you go, what uh, um, what do you think about Breslow as the GM? You think he'll do a good job? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, my, my only, the only downside of it is he doesn't have experience running the show, uh, obviously. Uh, but I do, I, I like these guys, and, and I was, you know, I, I thought Sam Folda would, or Brendan Gomes or, or Craig Breslow because they're guys who are really bright guys, obviously. I mean, he, he majored in molecular biology or whatever it is. And, and, but I mean, he, he knows analytics, he knows all that part of it, but he played the game. So yeah. I hope he's, he's a guy who can come in here and kind of balance both sides because I still think that's how you succeed in baseball. You can't be, I think they got too analytical, and I like Ian Bloom. I just think they got two, two numbers and not enough eyes on what was going on. Hopefully, Breslau can change that. Well, Tom Karen, thanks for checking in this morning. Thanks for sharing a little bit about Lewiston, your hometown, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. All right. All right. And uh, as Tom mentioned, lots of ways in which you can help if you feel like you want to. And we will keep you up to date on all of that. But it is a Patriots Friday. And joining us right now on the Harbor One Hotline, it is Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers is brought to you this week by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh by Elite Vodka. Drink Elite Vodka responsibly and by findmassmoney.com. Jabril, good morning. Welcome. I believe your first time on this program. How are you? Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I hope you're good. This is a big one on Sunday. How is the how's the week been for you guys? It's been a great work week. You know, we still got a couple more days to put in. You know, they're not in the barn yet, but you know, we we anytime we play a divisional game, you know, it's always a big game. Even though a big game is always the next one, so you know, we get our mind ready for it. Uh, you got to put the – I think they want you to put the seatbelt on, and we want you to as well. I got a lot of bags in my passengers, so they're probably six that don't want to sit in there. But. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh, that's an issue. Yeah. See, they think that the bags and the passengers oh, yeah. are an actual it's passenger. The worst. That is the worst. Uh, Wiggy for months has been calling Mac Jones a passenger. <laughs> Um, but, the, but we could talk about that. Jabril's probably like, I have no idea what that means, but whatever. He probably has no idea. Do you know who Jermaine Wiggins is, Jabril? Uh, I know he used to play for the Patriots. Okay. 
All so, right. It's all that matters. I'm in the brotherhood. I'm in there. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, he is. Re- he he credits himself with starting the dynasty. Uh, he's, uh, he's a big part of it. <laughs> He's not an arrogant guy at all. Oh, well, you know what? Guess what? When you're an undrafted free agent, you got to pat yourself on the back that at times. That is Jabril, true. When you look at when you look at this game, and now it looks like um, Tyreek Hill's going to play, um, and just how he's so explosive, how does he, you know, change your thought process as a defense? Well, I mean, we had no doubt that he would play. Um, he's a gamer. You know, he's one of the best best players in this league right now, and, and and he has a lot to prove. So we, we were still going through the week as if he were playing, um, and that's just a guy you got to be highly aware of, you know. Fastest guy on the field every time he steps on the field, you know, can explode at any time, and he got a guy under the helm who can give him the ball in space on time and, you know, let him do the rest. So, you know, we we are, we obviously know what we're dealing with. You know, we, you know, we see these guys a lot, but, you know, just because you see him, don't mean that you know that you're preparing the right way. So you know we're preparing the right way. We're going to line and execute. We got to be aware of where a lot of those guys are because it's a very explosive team. Be great, be great tacklers in space, man, and you know play fundamentally sound. Jabril, it's been said that you've kind of grown into this vocal leader in the locker room. How important has that role been to you? And what's been your main message to the team during the first seven weeks? Well, you know, I just try to just. You know, I just try to play the game the right way. You know, if I if I feel something I need to get off my chest or if I feel something that, you know, I feel the team needs to hear, then I'll say something. But, you know, I try to just do most of my, most of my talking with my play. Uh, Jabril, you're a proud Michigan alum. Just curious about your thoughts of all the craziness surrounding uh, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, and the uh, the sign-stealing uh, situation with the uh, Wolverines. Yeah, I have I haven't really, you know, dove into it as much as I would like, you know, to educate myself on exactly what's happening. Because um, I, I, I don't want to say people are just hating on us because we're winning right now. But, you know, I'm going to actually do my, you know, due diligence to go back and, and see what's actually going on. Because, you know, my main focus has been, you know, what I'm doing and where I'm at right now and trying to help this team win as many ball games as we can. Just take a page out of Coach's book and say we're on to Miami, Jabril. That's a good answer there. I said we're on to Miami. That's it. <laughs> Jabril, when when you – I know every guy says it in the league, you know, we're only focused about the game in front of us, and I get it. But when you look at the importance of this game and potentially what it could do as far as continuing to reignite your season with a win off of last week, you know, What's the approach, mindset, feeling about the magnitude importance of this game against the Miami Dolphins down in Miami? I mean, you know, me personally, I know a lot of the guys in the locker room, we don't really look at it like that. You know, every game is a big game, and it's hard to win in this league, and, you know, you got to prepare to win in this league week in and week out. You know, I will say that, you know, conference games – you know, do count for two. You know, they, they do hold a little more weight, you know, just like they did last week. Um, and, you know, you got to bring a, you know, have a, have a little extra sense of urgency about you, you know, play with, play with, play with just a little extra edge, you know, th- things of that nature. But, you know, we're not really worried about looking too far into the future. You know, you, you handle your business week in and week out. You know, next time you look up, you should be where you want to be. So, you know, we, we know we dug ourselves a little hole. 
you know, we still have a lot of weeks to you know, correct it, but that starts one week at a time. Another guy who's in the brotherhood, as as Wiggy referred to it, uh, Rob Gronkowski, whose name you might know, spoke this week and said that he felt like you guys celebrated too much after that win. What would you say to Gronk about that? You know, Gronk, Gronk's arguably, you know, one of the most, in it, like, the greatest tight end to play. So, you know, but what I will say is, you know, it's, it's very hard to win in this league. You know, it's great parity in this league. Um, and, you know, you, you, you never know how it's going to go. So, you know, you definitely want to celebrate all wins. Um, you know, we work hard. Um, but if you felt like it was a little extra celebration, you know, that's his opinion. But, you know, when you put that much into it and you and you get the results you want because you've ex- executed, you know, situationally in a critical part of the game, you know, that's exciting to see. And that's that's a that's a good thing to build off of. So, you know, we're going to keep celebrating with our team. You know, big plays, wins, things of that nature. You know, that's just the way we want to play the game. Do you feel like Mac Jones needs a little help when it comes to some of his dance moves? <laughs> nah, Mac got Mac, Mac, Mac got more rhythm than most, so you know I, I think he'll be good. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead. Jabril, being from New Jersey, then playing in Michigan, then seven years in the league where you've been on teams that have all been kind of the same climate, Wiggy was telling us that whenever you play in Miami, it's a different feel. You get off the plane and to call it something, it sucks. Do you do any type of preparation for a game that's played in that type of climate at this point of the season? Does the team do anything to make sure you guys are ready for that? I mean, you know, everyone has their, you know, different ways to try to simulate it. Um, but as long as you, you know, raise your body temperature and practice, you know, some kind of way to try to, you know, assimilate your body to what's going to happen, you know, I think that gives you the best chance. But, you know, I, I don't think, you know, this late in the season, um, you know, with the humidity and the heat, it's you know, you just got to go down there and deal with it. You know, you got to make sure you're hydrated, you know, get your IVs, constantly get your, you know, electrolytes, your salt packets in you. And, you know, I think I think you should be okay. Question from the professor. Shime, go ahead. Uh, Jabril, so one of the things Miami does on offense is it's like sometimes it's like a sleight of hand trick with their running game with all the different motions that they do. How do you balance kind of trusting your instincts when you're on the field and who has the football and the tape study that you've done leading up to the game? Well, you just got you just have to have great eyes, you know. It's, it's it's keys that you read on every play and they try to, you know, mess with those keys. They try to, you know, make you see things that aren't there, they try to give you double keys. So they really challenge you to, you know, read your keys and then read your next key, and, you know, because all they need is a misstep here or someone gets out of position just a little bit here. And, you know, one of those guys who run faster than the Maserati is going to hit a seam and, you know, it's goodbye. So you got to you gotta just stay there, stay, stay, stay within yourself, you know, trust the guy next to you, uh, read your keys, you know, play with instincts, and we got to get, you know, 11 hats to the ball. All right, well, we'll let you get to work. Thanks for taking the time this morning, and good luck Sunday in Miami, Jabril. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right, there he is, Jabril Peppers. Any nuggets, Wiggs? Uh, the nugget that I took is when he said, 
we have to stay focused, but look up, and then we're right back in it. So I think they kind of like know like how important this game is to what they need, and that's the one thing that even though they don't want to tell you we're looking down the schedule, they know like right, if we can beat Miami, we have two games that we should be able to win. All right, it is a Patriots Friday, and you can talk about that game that Wiggy is talking about all day long here on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. Nick Costos will join us at 930 and tell you how to wager this weekend. And Courtney has today's news coming up next.